Hi. Hello. How you Hi. doing? How are you? I'm fantastic. And you? How good, you doing? Good. So glad you could join in. We are going to go ahead and get started. This is Ivanya Easley with the Closet Chronicles, where we go behind the scenes and discuss the industry, the grind behind the glam. As I always say, I am CEO and founder of Style by Love E and Love E Fashion. And this is a podcast where we go and dig a little deeper into fashion, retail, e-commerce, and tech. And today we have a special guest, Sophia with Shop Beside and she's going to tell us all about herself and her business and how you can learn more and shop with her. So... Thank you, Sophia, for joining in. Uh, I'd love for you to get started by just, you know, introducing yourself and how you started and what your business is about. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be on here with you. Um, once again, I'm the founder of Besita, and we're an emerging colorful women's wear brand. Great thing about us, we're ex we're distinguished by our Afrocentric flair. Um, so lots of bold prints, um, lots of, I'm sure people are familiar now with Ankara prints. So the African prints that you're used to seeing, that's what we create a lot of our styles with. Um, we currently make everything in Nigeria. And that was the reason, part two of the reason why I created this brand was to be able to provide jobs for the labor force in Nigeria. Um, and part one was to be able to connect the diaspora of Black people throughout the world with West African culture. And um, I love I thought, that. Yeah, I thought fashion was a great way to do that because, you know, fashion is like it's the one thing that you really take notice of when you see someone. Like, I know when I see someone, I'm like, oh, what are they wearing? I'm looking down at the shoes. I'm looking down at the, you know, accessories and the clothes. And, you know, I always feel like our, our styles um, are a conversation starter. So that's why I started the brand. And um, I love it. I've been doing this now. This is, Bessita is on her sixth year. Uh, this awesome. year. I cannot believe it's been that long. Um, of course, it started off as a side hustle. Um, I was working full time at a TV station when I started. And, you know, oh, everyone, wow. what were you doing there? I was reporting. I was live on oh, air. You was as an anchor. Reporter. Yeah, I was. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, very young. That was my first job out of college. And um, I, I'm so happy I had that experience because reporting um, really teaches you how to be a great multitasker because uh, you're doing so many things at once and you have a deadline every day. So I was happy to take those skills that I learned as a journalist into, uh, into having a business. As you know, mm -hmm. having a business requires so many, you to wear so many different hats. Yes. Um, and I, and, and you have to do that. <laughs> you're, you know, you're an accountant by trade. So. Yes. You yes. know, there's so many elements that come into uh, to business. Um, so I, I'm really, I'm really grateful for where we are right now, and more so where we're going. Of course, of course. Now I know um, why you started it, but how did you get started? Once you decided, like, hey, this is what I want to do. How did you, uh, you know, just get started in general? Like, okay, this is what I want to do, but how do I actually make it a reality? Out of, outside of my head and put it, you know, plan to paper, so to speak. Absolutely. It was, it was very simple for me. And as, 
as a lot of things are, as far as if I have a vision of it in my head, I will find a way to create it. So I, um, I, ha- I was, I used to style on the side, so I knew what I wanted clothes to look like. So I got, and, and mind you, I have to say this: I am not a. I'm not, I don't like to call myself a designer because I did not go to school to be a designer. I'm more of a creative director. <laughs> so, but, I, but I will say, you got to think about like example, Ralph Lauren, the big, big brand, not a designer. He didn't go to school for design. He just wanted to create style and look what he made it into a billion dollar company. You didn't go to school for it. I mean, you're still a talented to put together for us to enjoy. especially women because Mm -hmm. sometimes we feel like oh we didn't go to school for this or we're not perfect at this like why would people really care about buying our stuff but whatever I push past that um that thing you're still a designer because you still created pieces that we love and that was the example I used about Ralph Lauren he built a billion dollar brand on the lifestyle it's not like he was a designer he knew enough what kind of brand and lifestyle he wanted to portray and he hired people to do envision so I mean, still a designer, though. I'm so happy that you brought that um, into perspective for me because that, you know, I've never even thought about how Ralph Lauren did that. You know, you're just just so inspired. (laughs) Yeah, Tori Birch did that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and it's all, you know, people who just have a vision and want to see it come to pass. Exactly. And that's what I'm really leaning into right now. But back yeah. then, how I started was just, you know, having ideas for what I wanted to design, matching them with prints that I loved, African prints that I loved, and, you know, hiring tailors to bring them to, to life. And, you know, we, we brought them, we imported them into the U.S. That was hard for a long time. I didn't know how to import. Now I do. Um, but I just really... I. I that's it was just very easy for me to get started because there are tailors on every corner of the road um in in nigerian cities um but we really started doing real business when i opened our own studio and our own manufacturing hub in nigeria because then i could control the quality of the garments um so yeah that was in that was 2018 Mm -hmm. awesome awesome and now that you, you know, you've created your company, your vision, your designing. How hard is it or how has the pandemic affected your business as far as import, export, and just in general? Because, I mean, it affected every business in the world, everybody in the world. And so just always trying to see how was that pivot for you? You know what? The pandemic was a blessing in disguise. I... For a long time, I couldn't import because Nigeria actually stopped all all flights from Nigeria and going to Nigeria. That's their, that was their way of dealing with the pandemic. And so I couldn't import anything except through DHL. I don't know how they figured out how to do it. Um, but I so, too, but I had a lot. They're pretty affordable too compared to everybody else. They are not affordable when it comes to um, cargo shipments though. Um, so we, so I, I didn't see it as being worth, you know, the price hike for my customers. So instead yeah. we offered them a different product, which were these cloth masks, 
we serve their needs, which we're using these prints that, you know, you, you, that we create our clothes with, these beautiful prints, and we turn them into cloth masks and, and some accessories to go with our, the cloth masks, like the headbands. Yeah. And, you know, we of course had stock, you know, from, from the past season, and our cloth masks ended up being our best seller. Um, we're a clothing brand, but being able to pivot into you, serving our customers in the yeah. way they wanted to be served in that season, also yeah. showing them that we're there for them. Everyone was locked in doors, you know, at, yeah. at least for a set period of time. And it was, I felt like it was comfort for our customers to feel like, okay, they see, like they see our needs. Bessie yeah. just sees our needs and Bessie was trying to cater to us in any way possible. Yeah. So that's how we, we, we pivoted. And of course, sales dropped for us last year because our main form of sales were actually through these great pop-up shops um, that we do throughout the country. That was how we really, really did the bulk of our sales. And of course, last year, we really had to take e-commerce seriously. And this year, e-commerce is now our, our strongest uh, point of sale. Awesome. Yeah. That is great. Mm -hmm. Blessing in disguise. Like I said, I don't think I would have taken e-commerce that seriously if this didn't happen. You know, I'm very much like I like to see my customers. I want them to feel the clothes and touch them and everything. And at the end of the day, we really cannot, uh, uh, I really can't scale the business to the level that I want it to by just in-person events. Only. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the first person to see that has, so um, she was like, she learned how to work um, a little bit smarter because she was doing a whole bunch of pop-ups too. But now she realized she could reach a lot more people and not necessarily have to do a pop-up every week like she had been doing. So Exactly. Exactly. Uh, your opinion, what is the most important personality that you think somebody needs to have to work in the industry as a designer? Resilience. It has so many different roles, but yeah. As a Girl, that's. That is that is the the easiest question to answer is resiliency. <laughs> <laughs> like literally getting that no ten times and still getting yeah. up the eleventh time to ask, and then getting a no again, and then you deciding you're gonna you're gonna turn back around and then get a maybe, and then you get for the twentieth time a yes. The yes. yeses make up for the nos. That one yes hundred knows. It really does. And and it's only it's only fair. You know, it's only fair because I feel like it's an opportunity to weed out people who just wanna do it for whatever sake, whether it's for vain reasons, yeah. whether you know, it's just solely for money. I think yeah. it's a great way to 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 weed out those type of people. The most successful brands that I know are not the brands with the nicest clothes. They're not the brands with the, you know, with the greatest designers. No, they're the brands that actually have a plan and consistently went at it. So I think it's just persistence to me, just resiliency as not allowing no's to get you down. Yes, I agree. I love that. And sometimes, you know, no doesn't even always mean no for, sometimes it means no right now or not yet. You know what? That is that's so back cool. up. People do. And at the end of the day, I'm also a believer. I'm, you know, I'm a Christian and I really, yeah. really, um, I really give a lot of the success to God because sometimes God will tell me to go do something and it's a no, I get that. No, 
However, a few years later, I get a yes from that same thing in a different way, though. Not the way that I expected it to be. It'll be in a different way. But the thing is, it was it was planting the seed in that moment years ago that resulted in that, you know, it's harvest, seed time and harvest season. So it's just just that, just being persistent with it, though, persistent with your work. I think God really does honor that. I agree. And you also, I love what you said about the seasons, because the thing I think people forget is um, seed seed season and harvest season are not the same doggone So you can't expect the seed (laughs) and the harvest to happen all in the same season. I think so people, people so ready to get to harvest, they forget plant something, it doesn't bloom, right? (laughs) You got to plant it and take care of it and nurture it until it blooms. Absolutely. And you, and and it's, about trusting it. And I always say, if I'm not seeing the harvest, I'm going to plant more seeds because eventually I'll have a harvest. It's better to, you know, stop complaining and crying about it and just instead plant a seed. Eventually it will come up. It's, it's, it's something I didn't understand well when I first started because Mm -hmm. I saw other brands blowing up right in front of me. Um, And I will tell you that some of those brands don't even exist at the moment right now yeah and then i think also a lot of times of course with social media we see what people let us see so we don't know how long they've been grinding behind this we don't know who their relationships are because a lot of times it's not only who you know but who knows you yeah i agree i i think it's really important to people a lot of times social media a lot of time is a mirage or a facade of just what the highlights so you don't really get to see every single thing that everybody is doing behind the scenes doing the work and then the other things it's like a racehorse your race is not my race and my race is not your race or anybody else's and so when you have those horses where they're running they keep the blinders on so that the horses are not distracted in the next lane so it's like just stay in your lane stay focused on what you're doing and that's how you're going to win your race instead of worried about what's going on to the left and the right. It is going to keep you from going your course, your lane, your race. And who is even to say that if you were running their race, that you'd be happy. Exactly. And, you know, I know like you know, we in business, we, we really talk about business, but this to me, Bestida is a lifestyle to me. This is what I yes. want my kids to see me doing. And hopefully if they want to get into it as well, yeah. I want, be you know more than just business and what feeds me I want it to be a source of happiness for me so if I'm on the other person's lane I don't know if they're going to what they're doing is going to make me happy however right now I know what's making me happy and I'm choosing to just stick to that that's good I love that because I mean I agree you have to be what works for you may not work for me and vice versa. And everybody has to do what is best for them. Yes. And it's important to, you know, make sure that you have your North Star and your own internal peace and joy and what make like, regardless of what's going on, this is, I know I have peace and joy deep down inside and what I need to maintain that. Absolutely. You got, you, you operate in that way, you know, and I think that's why we've always been so attracted to each other. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. Well, yeah. I mean, cause again, you know, being jealous or even thinking you jealous. Cause like you said, we don't really know what's really going on in people's lives. We only know what's presented. And so a lot of times things, you know, look super outside and you don't really know what's always going on. So it's just important. 
happy. Like, you know what? I'm truly happy on the inside doing what I do, regardless of what everybody else is doing. Absolutely. And you have yeah. to be, or you'll drive yourself crazy. Uh, look, I trust me, I learned this firsthand just watching some of the brands that I really admired. And, you know, one of them I got very close to and I recognized, oh, no, this is not what I want for my yeah. life. It is not what it looks like on the outside at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, because yeah. even with the example that you used about like, you know, Kate Spade, Tori Birch, um, Kate Spade is the one who had committed suicide, right? Absolutely. She did. And it's like, you know, she had this amazing big brand that was doing really well, but obviously it was things going on that look how she felt that made her do that. So it's really important, you know, to grow in your business and life to not lose who you are as a person as far as what is going to really keep you grounded and loved and feel like you need to, because the money in itself and in good business, big business is not enough, obviously, because we've seen too many examples of that. Um, happen with people who are successful from the outside looking at. And I want to be successful, not just financially, but all around. All and around. more mentally and spiritually, because that's what's most important. That's it. Because all the money don't mean nothing in the world if you're unhappy. Are you, you know, your family, you have discord with people that you love or that love you. All of that, it just seems like it, it could be, but money doesn't um, fix everything. I agree. And, and it's so easy for, it's hard for people who don't have it now or, or have yeah. a bit of success or not making money off of their brands to listen to yeah. us say that because yeah. they're like, yeah, well, y'all doing it now. So, you know, it's easy for y'all to say that, but there will be a, get to a point where you do reach that level of success and yeah. you understand what we're saying right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. even at this level to me, because level it's like yeah this is good to somebody i'm sure who's just starting and not mm -hmm. making any money from their brand but for me it's like well i'm trying to get the millions now so yeah you know, the six figures was cool when i first got in so we're all still trying to level up so it's still not easy because as you grow it continues to be growing pains, whether yes. you're trying to grow from 20 30 to 50 to 50 to 100 to 100 to 5 to a million whatever it's always going to be growing pains that everybody has at different levels of success. And the more you make, the more responsibilities you have. Girl. So, <laughs> that's why it's important. And people. Where I, where I am right now in, in business is growing my team, you know, yeah. really, really establishing a team. And um, I think a lot of times, especially as entrepreneurs, and even that as Black women, we, we want to do everything ourselves. Yeah. And I recognize how having my team in Nigeria has really prospered my business. They're managed by, I have a manager there. She does her own thing. Um, now I'm just thinking, okay, how do I really expand my team here in, in America yeah. for it to benefit my business as well? And I think that's, to me, that's the level that I am right now in business, ready to really expand. Yeah, I started team building last year. I have a, a small team and we pushing through, <laughs> but yeah, yeah team, team is you know, just because one, you control nobody. So when you bring different people in and personalities, I mean, all you can do is hope that it's a good fit, that they'll be there for as long as you need them to be. And when it's time to bring no, new people in, that, that they'll be a good fit and so on and so forth. And I think for me, building team is a, not looking control but not being in control of every single teeny tiny thing that way I was when it was just me 
Right. And being able to trust other people with your business and your brand. Because, you know, of course, when stuff goes wrong, it's not your team member. It's definitely going to be on you. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Nobody cares about, especially if you're dealing with a client, like they're looking at yeah yeah so that's look shoot that's why i'm so happy the show went well last month because there was a lot of moving parts and i could not control every single thing but i needed everybody to do their part for it to go well and it did work out everybody did what they needed to do but trust if anything had been wrong i would have been blank <laughs> yes I, we would definitely been like it was e it was yeah yes, did it. yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, my you did, you did do a great job of that. I'm blaming E because I paid her to be a part of this event no matter what. If it was, well, you know what? I'm sorry the hotel didn't bring the table. I couldn't move the table. Oh, well, it's your fault because you should have <laughs> made sure the table, it would have been me. So I'm just happy that everybody did their part and it went well from the customer side of guests that came as well as the people who participated because I just wanted it to be good for everybody. So it's a lot of responsibility when you bring other people on. Like, I always know I'm going to do what I need to do for my part, but I know as a one person, I can't do everything when you're talking about stuff like that or just growing it. Especially when it comes to events and things yeah. like that. You definitely can't do everything on your own. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I just, I just had a coaching um, class of uh, my business coach. She said, you know, you have to write out what is it that your business needs or what is it that you're doing on a daily? Yeah. Write it every, write everything out for your business. And then think about the things that you can go ahead and contract out, you know, and, and be honest with yourself. Like I hate accounting. I hate numbers. I'm going to have to contract that out, you know, and social media is one thing that I have to now get someone who's on my team about that. So yeah. it's just so important for, for growth because so we can only grow as far as like our team, Accurate. you know, it cannot grow far, you know, if you are just doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would say if you want to, what is that quote about? If you want to go somewhere. If you want to go far, um, you go with others. If you yeah, want to go far, like you want to go. go alone. But if you want yeah. to go far, go with others or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. My coach showed me that like early 2020. So that's why I started building a team last year. So like I don't handle my social media except for my page, but my business page uh, is outsourced. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not checking it constantly, but I don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That like, OK, did she post today? Is is the spelling right? Is everything? Is it done? How it's supposed to be? Hopefully I can catch it. If it's not right, then I could be like, well, take it down and redo it. Now, she's pretty good. Because it's more about once you get people on and trained on what you like and how done, they can do it. And then um, I do the same thing. I actually do it every Monday. I like go through what was I doing versus what was supposed to be delegated and making sure that most of my time was towards marketing or sort of sales or things that I feel like only I can do and making sure I'm not getting caught up in the weeds of the business. Like, oh, well, you know. Was the style tip formatted correctly? Like, it's important, but it's not important enough for me to focus on because that's not bringing me money my business. So I need to focus on clients, making sure they're happy, and bookings so I can pay all these people that are working for me. So it's important to figure out what the CEO duties are and, you know, the person and then all the other people, what they're doing and empowering them to do their roles well. 
Absolutely. And you, you, I've watched you deal with the team, girl. You really, you really have a good hand on everything. It's so inspiring to watch you. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Girl, I'll be trying. I mean, but the thing I think is I know I'm clear on my vision and I figure out and write out like what is needed to execute it and how many people are needed and what do I need them to do and be very clear on this is what I need you to do and how I need you to do it. And then let's get so that if everybody's doing their role, we're all working as one body, so to speak. Uh, you know, I'm the head, they're my arms, this person's the legs, and all, you know, moving the way we need to move. One, one sound, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. You are my inspiration. I am getting there. <laughs> oh, and I think it's definitely work. I mean, it's not meant to be a leader, say, and even if you're not, you still want to just acquire the skills that make sense. And I know I can be like a tough person, so I try to balance it with you know, if you're not understanding, let me know. And and versus, I, and my tendency, I'm more, my nature is more to be like, okay, do A, B, C, get it done. Because I'm just like, let's get it done. Let's move. And I move at a really high level as far as like, I've accomplished 20. I only gave you two because you act like you were struggling. So um, <laughs> I try to make sure I'm balancing my and how I work on other people because everybody doesn't work exactly like me. Okay. Absolutely. It is so hard to deal with people who are not functioning, you know, as a high at a high level like like you are. It is yeah. really hard. <laughs> it is, it is. So I've just tried to extend more patience and understanding. And uh, you know, I saw a meme like it's like if I have to tell you more than two times, I'm gonna think oh. and it's just like everybody is <laughs> different. So you gotta really as a leader. And the captain of the ship, put aside how you operate, how you move, and try to work with people where they act, how they learn. And, you know, some people are more sensitive and their feelings are going to be hurt easily. Where I'm just like, oh, I wasn't personal. I just needed it done and I needed it done like this. So balancing that nature of my natural nature to trying to be, you know, a good boss. <laughs> yeah. When, you're, when you have people that you're working with, and they're working under you you do have to separate the two yeah. you, know, yeah. you your character versus what is best for your business yeah so it is it is very very um <laughs> it can be intricate dealing with the you know the two personalities that need to come out but um it does work you know yeah. it really is a conscious effort yeah yeah it is and then you know i think important is too that we educate and take time to learn not just learn better techniques and things for our business but even learning like psychology of people i'm reading a book now about like how uh and i was like oh that makes a good point whether it be with sales or with people most of the time if you have a business you are selling to people so psychology yeah. is art regardless because how people operate how they think how they uh, feel emotionally and all of that, you need to be able to do that to be even a good salesperson. So to just be able to deal with people in general, it's important to understand human and study it and learn a little bit more, not just how you act and how you respond to things, but how other people and all the different types. You can kind of you know, own in to, this is how I handle the sensitive people versus the people who need that or the other. So that in itself to me is just a whole nother beast having a business a lot of it is. Really, we have to do in business right? 
I, I need that book desperately. <laughs> desperately. Okay. <laughs> and psychology in college because handy. <laughs> come and handy right now, please. I need that book. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So one more question, then I'm not gonna hold you too much longer. I wanted to ask, what is one piece of advice you would give someone who is starting out in your career? Um, I would say get a mentor. Yeah. That is, that is the one thing that really uh, helped me excel when I decided to do that. Yeah. Um, get a mentor. It doesn't necessarily, it's best if that person is in, in fashion, but get a mentor in marketing Uh, because like I said, fashion is everywhere. Yeah. Knowing to sell it is the hardest part. And it was the hardest part for me. And Uh, (laughs) yes, (laughs) because you can take nice photos and do videos all day and think that, Oh, once I blow up on Instagram, then I'm going to be, you know, selling a lot of products. Not necessarily true. Yeah. You know, there are lots of brands who are not popular on on Instagram or on any social media who who are doing, you know, eight figures. Yeah. So I would say get a mentor to teach you what are the ways to get traffic on my website or to sell a product or yeah. what products should I be pushing, yeah. you know. How do I price a product? What are, how do I sit in the market? Um, you know, am I pricing too low? Am I pricing too high? Which most people are pricing too low. Yeah. So, you know, get, that's my, my suggestion. Get the help that you need. Get get the help, invest in the help. You know, nothing that you invest in is going to come back and hurt you. Like it's only going to come out, come back. Actually, nothing you do is going to hurt you. Eventually it's going to help you. But as soon as you can sit down with someone over some sessions and just just work things out. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And the other thing I'll add to that even is that you're going to probably in your business with different coaches and mentors at different levels as yes. you, where you start versus when you're in the middle, when you're trying to get to the next growth level. And then not even that, there's going to be people like, I'm here about mindset versus I'm here about marketing and sales and traction. I'm here about the finances. So it's like there are different components. And I know when I first got in business, I think this is what threw me for a loop is that I want whoever I hired to be like a jack of all, like I wanted them to be able to help me in every area of my business. One, because I don't want to be paying a bunch of different people to help me with all the different areas. But the reality is there are some people that are good at this area versus that area. And you will have to have mentors and sometimes coaches in different aspects that can really help you in that area. Absolutely. And it's, it's an ongoing process. It really is. And I think why it's so important is because, you know, school doesn't really do it for you. You know, you can go to school and learn so many other things, but when it comes to business, especially with, with e-commerce or with anything that has to do with tech, a lot of the schools are behind. So you yeah. do need real life people who are doing it right now yes. to kind of give you, you know, an idea of what they've, what mistakes that they've made. So you don't have to make it. Exactly. I totally agree with that because the reality is I feel like if anything, college just taught me how to be well-rounded, how to do research, 
But and that's, right. that didn't teach me anything that like soon as I graduated, I could work somewhere with no training and just do it. Like no matter where I work, I had to be trained in how this company did things, how they handled their business. And the same thing in my own business. So if anything, the most experience I've gotten was not from college, it's from what I did after I graduated college, working at different companies and being able to bring some of those factors into my own business when I started. Absolutely. All of us, I think a lot of us feel feel the same way. Like we appreciate college, we appreciate what we experience, but at the end of the day, doing it is what yeah. what really really makes it yeah difference. that's the biggest teacher is experience and mm-hmm. doing it in real life with real life situations scenarios <laughs> but thank you again for your time i so enjoyed chatting with you i hope they learned a lot i sure learned a lot as well and what i do yeah. love is that talking with all the different business owners there is consistency in a lot of y'all answers you know, <laughs> resilient being focused, being determined, having tenacity, because so many people, I think, too, see social media sometimes makes it look like, oh, I started my business yesterday, and by the end of the year, I was a millionaire, and it's kind of like that's not the reality. Most of the time, overnight successes have a good deal of years behind them work-wise, and so it's really important to not feel like, I started it, I don't see anything, and I'm going to stop. And it's like, ma'am, you've been doing it all of 90 days. Like exactly. Um, and you got to really want it bad enough to, like you said, plant the seeds and see even when you're not seeing the harvest as quick as you think you need to see. It. It's, it's so, so true. Once again, some of the overnight successes that I know are no longer in business. I agree. So, cool. I've met too that are not no longer in business. No Still longer in business. business. And that's why my thing is, what do you want to do? What is your plan? Eventually, it'll come to life. I agree. I'm definitely more a tortoise than hare. I'd rather be growing slow and steady than fast and coming down just as fast. Exactly. There you go. There you go. (laughs) But um, how can they find you and find, you know, your beautiful designs, your beautiful pieces? And of course, I'll tag you when I post it as well. Absolutely. We're online, shopbesida.com, S-H-O-P-B-E-S-I-D-A, and across all social platforms at ShopBesida. Um, we recently really got heavy on TikTok, and uh, we're doing well there. I think it's a great way to just express the clothes that we have and yeah. the colors and everything. So TikTok is where... Um, where people are these days and we are making it happen there. That's what's up. I love it. And last question is what you got coming up for the rest of the year? Oh my gosh. Yes. So um, we've got some new designs that are dropping. Some new designs are going to be dropping next month. For holiday? Um, excuse me? Is it for holiday? So it's, it's for the holiday. We're not really as cliche to be in like, oh, this is the Christmas, you know, inspired yeah. dress. <laughs> but just to give some people some new looks that they can wear during the holiday seasons and into the new year. Awesome. Uh, so that's really, really what we're working on right now. And our new designs can be coming out soon. Haven't set a date for that. Um, but it's a piece that can be worn in four different ways. It is sick. It is sick. It is sick. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. wait. 
Oh, you'll be the first to know, girl. I will send it to you. Yes. yes. Now, look, they'll be ready for our December, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we'll have a couple of units ready for that. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So in that case, we're going to need to, because it's such a visual piece, I would need yeah. to bring in a live model to oh. show how it's done. Yeah. You know, uh, we're going to have at the event so people can show their pieces. At the de- Did I sure. mention that for the December? No. Oh, but we're going to have models and they'll be like live mannequins. We'll have designers that want to show their pieces in the fashion presentation. Models will come out and they'll be on different platforms they'll be standing and posing so that people can come and see the garments up close. Girl, that's what I, that's what I was planning on doing anyway. So, uh, perfect. Yeah, we're already yeah, on the same page. Perfect. We are on the page. The same yeah, definitely. page, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Out. I'm gonna send it to my team for another and it'll go out soon. Thank you again for your time. That's I appreciate you so much, and I'm so glad um, we're connected and that we are gonna continue together. It's my pleasure. Take Likewise. care. Enjoy the rest right. of your day. You do the same. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye.